Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Hey there, and welcome back to another edition of the Homeland Field Division podcast, episode 40 of the podcast, where this week we're covering season six, episode two, The Man in the Basement from Showtime. It aired on Sunday, the 22nd, and uh, I rather enjoyed this episode as compared to last week. I thought it was pretty good. The episode was written by Chip Johansson. It was directed by Keith Gordon. Um, I probably enjoyed it because I'm a sap. That's probably, you know, some of you may not have enjoyed it as much as I did uh, because I am a sap and that last scene was huge. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But in the meantime, Homeland Field Division Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where you can find all of my contact links like Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at Homeland Field. Or if you want to leave a voicemail, 314 669 1840. And uh, any feedback I get, I will share. Uh, I realize that it might be a week behind sometimes because, you know, I try to put these podcasts out as early as possible each week. We're a little bit delayed. We're going to be a little bit delayed for the next couple of weeks because I'm on the road and Sundays is usually a travel day. So I usually don't get to see the episode until Monday afternoon, which is when I'm recording this now. Um, But let's talk about some of the stuff, just briefly, some of the stuff that we saw in this episode. I think the thing that I found most intriguing about this episode was Carrie um, because of the whole thing, the the flip with the fact that uh, she, in fact, is advising the president-elect. And uh, I love how Saul was on it. I love how Dar already has evidence of it. And uh, I wonder what all that's going to mean. In terms of uh, Carrie versus the CIA, yet again, that's been done already a couple of times on this series. But I, I don't mind it. Um, I just, I always get to a point. It's like, how many chances is Saul going to give Carrie, and how many chances is Carrie going to give Saul? And um, there, that was a really nice, tense scene between the two of them in the office. I thought that that was fantastic. Um, how tense that was, and and. How direct Saul was when he approached Dar and talked to Dar about the fact that he didn't think that Carrie was in and Dar's sitting there just, uh, he'd just been looking at those pictures. And so the question becomes is, does Dar trust Saul? Does he think that Saul is lying for Carrie? Um, There's all kinds of inner conflict here, you know, cloak and dagger inner conflict that could happen as a result of just the fact that Carrie is advising the president-elect. Uh, and she put on a heck of an act with Saul as well. She fooled him, and it's hard to fool Saul. So uh, that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, it just, again, demonstrates how good of a field agent Carrie can be uh, if she was continuing to do that and how it's nice that she has chosen not to, in a way. I kind of root for her not being part of the CIA. I don't know if I necessarily root for her and Saul butting heads, but... Um, you know, because the one time we saw it before was kind of under a ruse. It was, uh, you know, they were acting like they were butting heads more so than actual butting heads. 
But this time around, um, it could mean real trouble. And uh, Carrie's just, uh, it was a great episode for her, I thought. Um, once again, Claire Danes is just an amazing actress. Uh, and I guess I'll go ahead and talk about the, the stuff with, with Quinn. You know, this relationship is, is just weird. Uh, and I love how, just without even saying the words, um, how we know exactly how Carrie feels about Quinn in a lot of ways, simply because, you know, the way she reacted to him asking why. But that that whole last couple of minutes of this episode was just so emotional uh, for me because um, it, it's horrific to watch Quinn watch himself essentially become what he is today as a result of that. I There's no way in the world I would want to watch that. Uh, happen to myself ever there's no way I, I could allow myself to watch myself be poisoned like that um, that's kind of sick <laughs> to be perfectly honest and um, I'm not you know obviously Quinn uh, is not um, I don't know why he's chosen this moment to do so but um, him and Carrie their relationship is really weird right now and uh, she's having to be a caretaker for him, and, and she's obviously doing so because of her feelings about him. But um, that that just watching her go through it, too, having to watch it again and again, and um, that, that was, uh, it was just super emotional. I really um, enjoyed that. And it was great to see Max again. We hadn't seen Max in a long time, not for a couple of seasons, I don't think. Um, and so, uh, Mari was back playing Max and, uh, probably just to get one time guest shot is my guess. Um, if I'm looking at his IMDB page, but maybe, maybe we'll get him in a couple of other episodes. Um, but he was always, he was always a fun addition to the, to the crew, um, back when Carrie was still heavily involved with the CIA. So, um, it was nice, a nice call back to see him again. But back to this Dar thing, you know, even the lie about the restaurant, everything in the CIA is so steeped in lies and all of this stuff. And now we've got this Israeli operation, which is going to go down and try and take out this thing about the Iran uh, nuclear deal. And uh, it just can't be good. It can't be good in order to, you know, somehow this is going to put Carrie in a terrible situation on top of the other thing that she's got going on with this, uh, with Seku, um, the whole enigma wrapped in an enigma kind of thing where this guy was an FBI informant, Assad was an FBI informant, um, and got his arm twisted in order to go after this guy simply because he's putting videos up. I mean, I think that's the thing that we're, we're supposed to be getting from this. But how do you explain the, the airline tickets? That's the only one question that I have is, is, did the, I mean, is this director, is he manipulating financial records now too? Is he manipulating business transactions just because he wants to get this Siku off the streets? It's a little bizarre that they, they make the government seem so, um, dirty in that way. But can you as a viewer see that happening? Um, do, do you suspect that that kind of thing happens within the government all of the time? 
Um, that's a good question. I guess we could all ask ourselves. I personally don't, but, uh, on the other hand, I can't totally dismiss it. Uh, that makes it kind of fun to ponder it in that way. And the, the whole bit with the fact that this guy from Pittsburgh is suddenly, you know, the guy that Seku trusted, he's, he's totally a turncoat and he's just framing him. And, the twist with the girl and and the guy um yeah whatever but uh not sure what to think about any of that and how that plays into anything but the five thousand dollars um it just doesn't matter i guess you know as far as this fbi captain is concerned so that's not good um all kinds of just weird little intriguing things going on not much to really put my head around yet as to who's actually doing what, but we'll we'll have to see what uh, what happens in the next few episodes, I guess. And um, I really enjoyed this episode, actually. Um, I, I thought that it was much better than the premiere. The premiere, again, premieres have to kind of put you back in the space of where you're at. Um, oh, the Quinn thing. I guess now we know where all the hazies and all that comes from is because he's uh, prone to seizures. So that's what that was supposed to be representing last week as well as this week. Although not nearly as much in the way of the, the big colors like he had last time, but, um, and he didn't actually go into a seizure last time, but uh, maybe that's because they were making him take the drugs and that was keeping it from happening. But it seems like he's always on the cusp by the way you look at this and that can't be good, but, um, really enjoyed the emotion at the end of it. When am I going to rate this? I'm probably going to give it like an eight eight point five somewhere in there it was really good i really enjoyed it and if you have any thoughts about it again feel free to send an email to homeland field division podcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at homeland field i'll try to get around to thanking any new itunes reviews uh, next time around but you can find all of the information including links to the podcast app the itunes podcast app at homelandfielddivisionpodcast.wordpress.com. And here's somebody to just repeat everything I just said. Have a good week, everybody. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at homelandfielddivisionpodcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314 669 1840.